Welcome everyone to another special edition of the Dynasty Spin Doctors. Uh, I'm Chris Pang with my co-host Sala Londano, and you can find us on Twitter at Dynasty Pangs and Solo at the Dynasty Don, and you can also follow the show at Dynasty Spin Doctors. How you doing, Solo? Doing well, man. Awesome. Get the show on the road. Yeah, we're doing a special edition rankings episode for the Devi All Stars League, and. Uh, which I happen to be the commission of. Yep, and uh, I'm also in it as well, so uh, it should be for an interesting league. We've got a lot of different interesting strategies in terms of the draft. Um, I think they were pretty much all over the board. Uh, I, That's I, what's fun about this <laughs> format, right? Yeah. I don't think there were there were maybe like two people following the same path potentially that's but good man that's exactly <laughs> what i want yeah that's because i've seen it in a couple of different startups when you get, allow people to go and get you know devy picks and rookie picks and you know make the, the draft deep enough mm-hmm. you can have all kinds of different strategies you know yeah. so uh, happy that that turned out and you know we can you know look back on these rankings in a couple of years and or next year and laugh about how you know wrong we were on some of these so definitely uh, but i would try to be as as, as accurate <laughs> as we can and 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 in that in that sense you know it's some you know what our 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 way of doing this is that we like to take um chris's average and or sorry chris's ranking and my ranking and then add in the ranking from uh just the machine as we call it which is which is just a calculated you know number from a trade calculator of the value of each mm-hmm. of the assets on everybody's team um including rookie and devy picks which yeah. are valued you know uh specifically uh and, and 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 in that sense you know it gives us a it's just, it takes a little bit of the bias out because you know i could just dislike a team because of the players that i happen to you know not be a fan of but the calculator is is unbiased you know and it's just mm-hmm. based off of adp and i think that's the best way to get um, a, a good you know average final ranking at the end that can sort of be a little bit you know mm-hmm. bias free i'm gonna say i mean i'm just gonna point out it's kind of a heartless cold <laughs> cold-hearted system <laughs> Not because oh, it, it ranked me in a certain position, no, but uh, it sticks to the facts. It uh, has its uh, uh, values, and it uh, definitely doesn't stray from that. So, um, you know, that's that's what's nice about it. <laughs> but, it hurts sometimes, doesn't it? Exactly. But before we get in, for those that are listening that may not be a part of uh, the league that we are uh, ranking tonight. Uh, it is a startup Devi league, and uh, the format for the draft was you can choose at any point to take a Devi or a rookie player, uh, which were segregated picks and segregated drafts from uh, the normal draft, but you can take that position in those drafts as they come up on your turn. Right. So. Uh, lots of different strategies and 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 you know just standard sort of 12 team you know full point ppr is that, is that what we went with yeah full point ppr yeah. and with a little bit of a tight end premium mm-hmm. of a half a point yeah. so and it's uh, uh, six six points per touchdown super flex that's right that's uh, right so it it definitely did skew the quarterback run 
with a bit with a, with a deeper roster too with sort of the three flex plus the super flex so mm-hmm. and, and three wide receivers so it's a little bit of a deeper roster league which uh, you know adds to the strategies that people can use so yeah, it, it means that someone actually had uh rob kronkowski on their uh, roster when he came back <laughs> which was unfortunate for you know yeah for me yeah i think the the funniest part is that uh it landed on the team that has the most historical love for tight ends so uh, i think the the person that ended up with them was very uh pleased with that situation very happy with it yeah <laughs> so, all right so let's get started man. all right so number 12 uh coming in number 12 we had the calculator ranking this team at 11 uh solo you came in at six and i came in at 10 uh we have the toronto titans also known as the tickle monsters i guess i should read the names of the teams first oh yeah for those that have them right yeah, so we have the Tickle Monsters, very scary team here. Uh, team consists of starters of Baker Mayfield, Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, Tyreek Hill, Michael Gallup, Darius Slayton, Zach Ertz, Devin Singletary, Marlon Mack, Kenyon Drake, and Ryan Tannehill. Uh, the quarterback situation kind of drops off from there. It's Case Keenum, and that's it. Um, <laughs> the backup running backs... I would say the most notable one would probably be Latavius Murray. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's being generous. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the the depth at wide receivers, I mean, you've got some older players. You've got some fringe kind of RB3, <laughs> proverbial RB3 players and uh, that going on. Um, well, okay, I can tell you right now that, uh, you know, the, this draft because we're we're recording this on the same night as second night of the NFL draft mm-hmm. and oof, yeah this team took a beating in this draft <laughs> yeah you know you have you have Zach Moss coming into Buffalo so that there's Devin Singletary taking a huge hit mm-hmm. uh, Marlon Mack is dead because now Jonathan Taylor is is, is the man in, in the Annapolis yeah. I don't care what anybody says and, and Michael Gallup. <laughs> Michael Gallup gets just, you know, walloped yeah. by C D Lamb is just so not a good, not a great, you know, no. uh NFL draft for Toronto Titans, which is, you know, appropriately mm-hmm. being put at last here. Um, by the average, I thought, you know, as I said, I had him right in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. You and the calculator are the heartless ones here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the calculator I, even I think, more I than me. I think he has I think he has depth, you know, at, at some of these positions. He's a, a lot of them suffered though mm-hmm. through this draft. Yeah. And uh, so it puts him in a in a place where, you know, he doesn't have much Devi mm-hmm. coming. He has uh, Jamie Newman, Diami Diami Brown, Seth Williams, which is a, a big fan of, and, mm-hmm. and and I do like Brock Purdy. So yeah. uh, he 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 needs to make moves, I think, in order to make himself a contender either yeah. this year or into the future. Um, he I, he did have, I would say this, he did have a roster that he could use to uh, make a couple moves and contend for 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 playoffs mm-hmm. for sure I, I believe this year yeah. until the nfl draft happened 
He so. has uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Larry Fitzgerald. I think if things are starting to look south, those are pieces. If they're starting exactly. to shine, I would try to offload as fast as I could, uh, especially to the top contenders. So um, I yeah. think that's got to be his uh, primary strategy. And then also, <laughs> he's got you know he's got Brock Purdy coming up and Jamie Newman. Uh, but really, I mean, in terms of the rookie draft, he's got no backup coming, so he's got to hope I, that I, he can grab some good pieces next year. Yeah, Titans. My 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 advice would be, you know, as 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 uh, Chris just mentioned, is try to win as by by any means and any ways that you can. You know, in the first few weeks, and if you can get lucky, and I, I've been lucky in the past with a roster that shouldn't win, and I just mm-hmm. kept winning for some reason. Um, try to do that, and if it doesn't work then pivot and uh, invest in the future because you need to. And that's my recommendation. Yeah, pivot fast, pivot hard. (laughs) I think that's where you start looking at other pieces and you say, okay, um, what can I get out of maybe Alvin Kamara? Because that even there right there is kind of a little scary. I've heard some stories coming out of uh, New Orleans saying, hey, uh, I don't think we're ever going to have a fully uh, dedicated Alvin Kamara. I think it's going to be a one-two punch kind of committee situation out there. So yeah, he's um, just so good though that yeah, right. I think, <laughs> That's I think something we're, we're... where you might have to try to you might have to sell that piece or maybe Tyreek Hill do a little bit of a downgrade. Uh, try oh, to no, hit so... on. Sorry, go ahead. I, uh, you lagged, so I couldn't hear oh, you. Sorry. Yeah, try to hit on one of the. Uh, you know, one of the younger guys see that hasn't necessarily gone off yet. Maybe uh, um, try to pick up a few pieces and build that depth up a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, I like the Darius Slayton pick. I think that's a nice little young uh, kind of wide receiver that you can build your team around a little bit. Um, yeah, I would just try to keep all the young talent. Exactly. You know, I yeah. would try. To, I don't. I, I wouldn't try to sell <laughs> at this point. You know. He's no. A, yeah. He, Definitely he, don't he trade. Yeah. Don't sell and, but, until you know you're going down the toilet. Right. Well, and in, in, in general, try to keep young talent and sell, you know, aging talent, mm-hmm. and especially to these winning teams, so yeah. or these contending teams. And now Let's that we've kind of dove into that, um, I do want to make mention that uh, for our picks and our rankings a little bit, you know, I tended to focus a little bit more on what do they got future proofing wise. So my yeah, my rankings true. are a little bit heavier and harder in that. And so my rankings sense, are that's... more focused on win now, whereas yours are more focused on the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I do take in consideration the Devi picks um, that have been taken already, um, but not as much as I think you have in your ranking. So, and then the calculator just doesn't care. So yep. it is what it is. <laughs> it's heartless. Like I said, <laughs> all right, let's it look is heartless. At... Cause who's, who's number 11? Uh, who's number 11? Uh, obviously a horrible team. <laughs> I'll, I'll speak because I think you're lagging. So hippo <laughs> TV, Chris here is number 11. Um, he was actually ranked number 12 by the calculator. Um, I had him ranked number number nine, and uh, he ranked himself right in the middle of the road at number six. So he arrives here at number 11 uh, with a roster of uh, Deshaun Watson, Le'Veon Bell, Darius Geis, uh, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, George Kittle, Kareem Hunt, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, um, Paris Campbell, Josh Allen, 
uh, Jared Goff. Then you got Preston Williams, Mike Gesicki, um, TJ Hawkinson, LaShawn McCoy. You've got some rookie picks that are late. You obviously ignored mm -hmm. all picks in general, <laughs> um, uh, which is fine because you yeah. just went for sort of late third, fourth round picks, both in the rookie and debut draft. Not many of them, anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, so, essentially, you know, my ranking was closer to the calculator because, you know, I think the calculator and I both agreed that um, I think you made some moves in the draft. You created some value, but the picks that you chose were sort of your guys and not necessarily guys that were a good value when you took them. I think that's kind of what it comes down to because that's what I see in this roster is just your guys. Definitely. <laughs> it's just the guys that you love, you know. And I, Guilty I, as charged. Guys, and that's fine. And then it's like you're all in on the guys that you love. You know, it's just that ultimately both myself and the calculator don't think they were good values when they were taken, right? doesn't mean that they, they were bad picks. So, Definitely. Uh, so anyway, that puts you at uh, 11. Let me actually bring up your... Um, you know, you know what to do here. You gotta, you gotta, you, you didn't necessarily, I mean, Darius guys, yeah. like, let's, let me give advice to anybody who owns Darius guys. Um, there's, you know, any confusion that Antonio Gibson is either a wide receiver or a running back, like use that confusion and sell Darius guys right now. Like do not keep Darius guys because Antonio Gibson is freaking awesome. Yeah, he's a and... very unique gadget style player that can just play all over the field, and I think he's going to get that rare wide receiver running back dual kind of um, positional like uh, label, and so we might actually see that trickle into uh, fantasy. Yep, that's my that's how I feel. I, I'm targeting. Mm -hmm. um, I know some people don't love the spot. Yeah, I mean, it could have gone to a better landing spot. I'm not saying it's great, but um, I think he does have, can be relevant. Um, and then just, you know, other, your guys, you know, Debo's a good good, good player. Terry's a good player. McLaurin. Um, Curtis Samuel, I think, needs to be traded. I don't know if they're trying to just run, you know, for void wide receiver sets all day there in, in Carolina or what they're going to do, but... Um, I think Curtis Samuel is the kind of guy that should be traded to a team like the Eagles. It would be a perfect landing spot for him. Mm -hmm. um, and that would give, you know, Curtis Samuel renewed sort of fantasy value because the offseason has not been kind to him. So um, J.J. Arcega Whiteside is, you know, until further notice, a bust. So yeah. um, I don't know, man. You, you've, got, you've, got, you've got some, some uh, work to do, I yeah. believe. So. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that this team really needs is it's got a very uh, light and weak running back core, and that's what's really going to need to be fixed. Uh, you know, there's a lot of young wide receivers, some that are already, like you said, already being labeled as busts, some that were injured their rookie years, some that just haven't even popped yet. Uh, and so it, it's got a lot of potential for boom-bust, um, and uh, I do think that one of the fun parts with this team in particular will be the plug-and-play um, ability that's given with all these tight ends so it'll be interesting yeah that'll see. be fun because you've got some good tight ends there and yeah <laughs> you know i think both you and i are mike gasicki and i think now with um having two who i think will start at some point this year i don't know when mm -hmm. 
Um, but the future is bright for players like Preston Williams and Mike Isicki and Devontae Parker, as long as they're there with a player like Tua. So, yeah. And um, his brother, which I drafted. <laughs> Christ, your heart pick. <laughs> Let's go to number 10, which All is... Right. Number 10, we have Take Me to the Shiva, uh, owned by B. Moriarty, 509. And he's got uh, <coughs> notable players of Russell Wilson, James Conner, Sonny Michelle, Michael Thomas, uh, Julian Edelman, Odell Beckham Jr., Mark An- Andrews, Tevin Coleman, Mike Williams, John Brown, and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, like many of the other teams, his quarterback situation falls off. I think his biggest upside in terms of uh, QBs on his team on his bench would be maybe Dwayne Haskins uh, other than that it's kind of a uh, shot in the dark so uh, that'll be interesting to see um, running back depth he's got uh, Jalen Samuels uh, Naeem Hines and Reichwell Armstead so um, as well as Justice Hill who just got pushed even further back down uh, so it's you know he's got some fringe like He's got a lot of handcuffs. I believe this was the team that you said he, during the draft, what he's drafting everybody's handcuff. <laughs> was he it? did. Yeah, he he even has uh, Alexander Madison as well. So I, I mean, think I think at one point he was like trolling everybody about. He's like, hey, if you handcuff, hit me up. Like, hey, <laughs> he's got a, he's got a, he's got a he's got a, a strategy, you know. Yeah. Um, some of these guys will hit. You know, and at that, and those are the kind of guys. It, it's more, you know, in, in the way that I see it, more of kind of like a redraft um, mm-hmm. mentality, in which you know you just take shots at these handcuffs late rounds, and uh, if one of these guys hit, you know, these are the kind of guys that uh, win you a league that year. Yeah. So, and um, he, he's also got some fun uh, tight end, uh, you know, tight end situations going on. So I think that'll probably help him out as well. You know, he's got Greg Olson, who's on his last leg, uh, uh, Dallas Goddard, and Chris Herndon, who were all waiting forever and ever to show up. Um, Mark Andrews is, <laughs> Mark Andrews is a starter. Boss. Yeah, so he's got yeah. some fun little pieces. But he's also got that rookie pick at the 105 position. I think that's going to be which, really... Which, you know, like, if there's... If, if, if I don't know, I don't know if you agree. My, my takeaway from the first two days of the NFL draft and we'll have another episode where we talk more in depth about it. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just, oh, my goodness, the landing spot for these running backs is just, like, on fire. Almost <laughs> like every single landing spot has been, like, relevant. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, 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 the landing spots, in my belief, are much more important for running backs than they are for wide receivers. Yeah. I think at the, in the end, wide receiver talent sh- sh- sort of shines through in the end. And, um the landing spot matters to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but in the end, the kind of talent rises to the top. Whereas with running back, you know, you land in the right spot where you're the guy and you're just going to see touches and you're oh, going to yeah. get the production, you know, and, and, uh, and you're going to get the numbers. So, uh, that one Oh five that he has is like, I haven't even made the mental, you know, exercise in my head, but you know, we're super flex. So it's, you know, you're talking Burrow, you know, possibly, you know, one of the top running backs who right now I have 
uh, Jonathan Taylor still being the guy. I, it was to for me uh, Edwards Hilaire until when he landed in Kansas City until uh, until Jonathan Taylor landed in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Like goodness, like I, I did not think <laughs> like it's so close to me. I can't tell. Yeah. Like, I honestly don't know who in the end of the day is going to be my. RB1. Yeah. It's going to be, it's just a god. I think one that kind of felt like a little punch in the gut, but I'm not, before we get too far down this rabbit hole, I think uh, Swift felt a little weird because the carry on truthers, you know, I was, you know, I've been in the carry on boat for a while. I've been trying to buy carry on for a while, Um, you know, but (laughs) that was a punch in the gut as a carry on truther. Such a gut punch to carry on, yeah. Yeah. And and it, but but what I mean by that is, he's gonna end up with somebody like J.K. Dobbins or mm-hmm. Cam Akers, you know, um, at, with that 105. Unless yeah. somebody before him starts taking wide receivers, which I don't think like mm-hmm. this is. And one you of gotta remember, I think Burrow and Tua are probably gonna go in the top four. Exactly. Easily. Well, then you have Taylor, you have uh, Lair four, um, and then you. Like, like I said, you probably have a competition between people who think that Dobbins get, get, got a better landing spot, that Acres got a better landing spot. I mean, I don't know who's gonna have what rankings, right? But that's this is one of those years I think where there's gonna be like all kinds of different people picks here with like the 104 and the 105. Like yeah. people, people are just gonna have their own opinions about mm-hmm. it, and they're just gonna, you know, because they're all great landing spots. So you just take whoever, whoever the hell you know false to you exactly. so uh, the yeah. like 105 to 107 is just mm-hmm. money right and they're much cheaper to go get than yeah. the 101 102 so uh that 105 is money and it, and it gives him like a backfield which you know you sony michelle it can be the rb3 in that situation you yeah. have james connor and, and you know jk dobbins or came makers and that's legit yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I was forced to uh, kind of watch a little something else, and I was complaining about it in league chat tonight, but uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, New England did not draft a running back yet, so I no. think that's a so he, he, vote in confidence like, in Sonny Michelle a little bit. And, and, and the same thing happened to Pittsburgh, so this has been a good you know draft for Moriarty, who... Honestly, it could have gone real sideways here. Yeah. Um, you still have good Damian Harris there, just challenge Sony Michelle for touches. And mm-hmm. Damian Harris is a good running back. Um, but you know, until until proven otherwise, it's Sony's backfield, and same for James Conner. Yeah. So he's got a, an actual legit team to make a push for, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, for playoffs. Yeah, definitely. And I think he can you know, I think sell some. He can sell some minor assets if he feels like he's falling short and still kind of keep that strength exactly. of that core team. So, like, um, exactly. if he starts doing bad, I'd maybe sell the Julian Edelman, Tevin Coleman if I could uh, get any value there. If John yeah. Brown's on fire, maybe sell him as well. Let's so. just make it an overall rule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In general, once you start, sell your old players, sell your aging players. Yeah. Pivot. Sell right? them fast. So who's number nine? Number, number nine. nine. We got Kadoy. This is me. This is yeah, me. Kadoy. 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 So here's one where we should probably say that the calculator had him a lot higher than we did. Yes. And I want to explain, I think, 
you know, he's he's because he wins, in my opinion, um, the sort of best draft trading award for this draft because I think he's built the most trade value by trading back and getting extra picks and just kind of uh, the trades that he made were the best out of anybody in the league which mm-hmm. gave him the opportunity to get create so much value and the calculator believes he did create that much value right it's just that mm-hmm. um we disagree right yeah, you and i we... disagree we think <laughs> it, it, it's, it's about a couple of these players i think that sort of carries his this the, the, his team uh you know in a just in a big way right mm-hmm. it's like chubb dj moore juju yeah right and and then you've got the picks right so uh which i consider to be um you know great like right i i went sort of the same way that he did it's just that he ended up in my opinion not making uh <clears throat> picks that you and i agree with in yeah. terms of where they were made the the calculator agrees with him so you know we're big time caveat on this one like k kdoi is ninth on here mm-hmm. but the calculator thinks he's a playoff team and pushing for the championship yeah right so uh, we both had him at 11th and the calculator had him at second yeah so uh and that's a a, a total testament of the value that he created through the draft trade that he did mm-hmm. um and, and and so he definitely gets in my view the the sort of uh uh best draft trading award for this draft uh for the value that he created i just happen not to agree with the picks that he made that's all definitely although he did uh nail on a lot of his debbie picks um you know some notable ones justin ross chuba hubbard and uh, uh rondell moore so I think those were, um, you know, in my mind, those are really solid picks right there. And then he's got the 108 and rookie as well as a second and a third. So <laughs> I really yeah. think he's got some opportunities to reload. Uh, I think oh, he is more of, a, <clears throat> his, his, more of a, you know, what can he do? Because one thing that scares me is look at his quarterback situation. He's got Cam Newton, who's not on the team right now. Jimmy G, who's starting to wear out his welcome a little bit. Uh, if he can't pick up, uh, you know, his accuracy. And... You're a Niners fan. Man. <clears throat> I am. I am. I'm speaking doing? it into existence. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jimmy, step up or uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then he's, he's got uh, Ginger Snaps himself, uh, Andy Dalton, and uh, Mitch Trubisky. So, uh, but you know, you know what I like about that? And part of why I'm so we shouldn't have that he's he's got all this real good youth and like chubb and dj moore and dj mm-hmm. chart and juju and dk Metcalf and noah fant like he's got this really young core of talent that mm-hmm. they're like elite you know yeah and um he needs to build around that so if he can't make a push for it this year then he knows what to do we've already said that exactly yeah that's where i'm kind of like what did he do with some of these other picks he could have gone Youth he all got the way. picks. Yeah, he got picks, and the thing is, that, so here, here's what I know: is that I'm, I'm always the create value during the draft the trading. So, you know, in my opinion, I created the second trade value by doing that. But I could just never catch up to him because he could just always, he always had at least one or two more trades done that added value to his, you know, sort of overall, you know, value chart. 
that I could just never catch up to. Mm -hmm. um, the way that the calculator saw it, you know, was that he did create that much value because, you know, by, by even just by picking, I think just at, at ADP, it would have done that, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, yeah. I think we've said what we need to say. I think it's also understood that um, I value rookie picks higher than Debbie picks mm -hmm. and I think rookie picks, especially the way that this league is set up is, is sort of uh, going to be the, the, the lot safer um, when you already know where they're going, when you already know uh, sort of all the dynamics at play. Whereas with the Debbie picks, they are at the end of the day, just, you know, a bet uh, on the future and, and a lot of things can happen between now and then. So yep. I do kind of give that uh, weight on my rankings, I give more value to the rookie picks than I do the Debbie picks. Yeah, definitely. So number eight, we have uh, under construction by uh, Evoc. Yeah, and which is a perfect example of what I just talked. Yeah, yeah, I should have saved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's got uh, Kyler Murray, uh, Damian Harris, Patrick Laird, uh, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup. AJ Brown, Evan Ingram, Devin Funches, John Ross, uh, Johnny Smith, and Tyrod Taylor. Uh, notable pieces. Uh, he's, he he still believes in Andrew Luck, so just out there. Uh, and he's got Joe Flacco and then Nick Mullins when uh, uh, something happens to Jimmy G. Um, but uh, other than that, his running back depth is kind of similar to what we've seen in the others it's almost non-existent you know jarek mckinnon big bigger <laughs> than i mean he's got he holds every yeah he, because and, of the rookies pick you know the, the Devi picks you know yeah his um, his running backs his wide receivers his tight end situation it's all bad i mean he's got laquan, laquan treadwell rostered in but he's not team. pretending he's not pretending that he's pushed for a championship this year anyway though Definitely. so i don't think it's fair to kind of knock him for that they're, they're yeah. there because somebody has to be there right but he exactly. does have Devi 103 106 107 108 110 111 310 311 409 411 and right, he and hit with gonna... a lot of those, and that's where he kind he of did. fixed his uh, his running back situation. He's got Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, uh, even Keontae Ingram. Uh, mm -hmm. So he's got some uh, some good picks coming there, you know. And then his wide we, receivers we... aren't bad either, you know. He's got Jamar Chase in the in the uh, no, chamber. The, the Debbie picks were were money. Like he, yeah. he hit on those picks, and and uh, but the thing is, in our opinion, right, whether or not they hit, and that's why. For not for example, but as an explanation for how he landed at eight, um, the calculator had him at seven. Um, yeah. You had him at five because mm -hmm. you really valued those Devi picks. Exactly. Right? I had him as last. And I had him as last because of the fact that, as you were mentioning, I mean, these are people that are not even starters. They're on his lineup, right? And he doesn't necessarily have the rookie picks that he needs to sort of have a, a rosterable you know lineup and uh, and given that some of my that my ranking sort of win now centric uh it doesn't it, it, it's it's a complete his 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 strategy is a complete sort of you know slap in the face of of, of of any any sort of attempt of 
making a run at the championship this year, right? Yeah, um, it's basically, it, 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 here's my money. Uh. Right. And, and frankly, I think because he went so deep in Devi, he's probably not in the great position to win it next year either, right? Yeah. I mean, he's looking really kind of two years down the line, which is fine. Mm-hmm. He's going to be stacked. But I'm I, I'm much bigger fan of sort of a balanced approach to building something that you can i think and i i'm sure yevik is in enough leagues where he's just trying this strategy because it's fun mm-hmm. right um and 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 that's fine you know it is fun but it, in my book it puts him as sort of the worst team um in the league right now because of just all of these debbie picks are such yeah. shots in the dark i will say he has two second round picks and then a third and a fourth so for the rookies so i think that'll hopefully add some depth to his team a little bit um if he's as good on his rookie picks as he is with his debbie picks i think he'll uh he'll be set pretty well for the yeah no he definitely nailed his picks like i want to make that very clear all his picks were good i think it's just the strategy in general lands him i think Uh, Mm mm-hmm it would probably land him at number six if it weren't for my ranking, but great because of my ranking. Yeah. So, and so uh, number seven, who do we have? Take B with the lineup of, um, uh, sorry, let me pull it up. Lagging. He's got Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, Todd Gurley, Will Fuller, Marquise Brown, Akil Harry. Darren Wall, and that's where it falls. Mm-hmm. Benny Snell, Donson Knox, which is good. Um, Cole Beasley, Dak Prescott. Um, the thing is, sort of, essentially, you know, I'm reading these up, but really, his strategy is the same strategy that Yevick did, but with mm-hmm. rookie picks instead of Debbie picks, right? So we talked about all these different strategies, and I'm so fun, right? So, you yeah. know, Tate just went rookie picks instead of Debbie picks, which. <laughs> Um, in terms of the calculator, um, it didn't make much of a difference because um, mm-hmm. Yevick landed at seven and Tate landed at five with the calculator. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in my rankings, because I value rookie pinky picks so much higher than Debbie picks, um, I had him at eighth instead of twelve. Right. Yeah. So you had him at what? I had him at eleven, and I was a little harsh because I still think that even with the three firsts in his rookie picks. He's still got a lot of <clears throat> work to do with his team. You know, I was a little concerned with his uh, QB situation beyond the two starters there. You know, I was concerned uh, with his depth at basically all the other positions, like we've talked about for uh, uh, Yevick and uh, whatnot. But, you know, he's got Amon St. Ra. Uh, he's also got, um, or sorry, Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, he's also got. Uh, <laughs> Zamir White coming, so he's got some good picks. Um, I probably have him ranked a little lower than I should have, um, but well, it's just all going to depend on his rookie draft, right? I mean, it's, yeah, have one hundred three. I'm sorry, the one hundred three, one hundred six, the two hundred three, the two hundred six, the three hundred five, three hundred nine, three eleven. Like mm-hmm. that's so many. Yeah, he's, and, and he's got to hit every single one. And and he does, but good lord, like this rookie draft is like uh, up until the 206, I think he's just gonna have production out of a a lot of these people. So I'm I'm really excited to see what Tate's team looks like, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah it's going to change, like, uh, what, in, like, three weeks from now? We're going to do our rookie draft, so. Oh, it's I, haven't coming up. I haven't even oh, scheduled okay. it. I haven't even scheduled it. I guess gotta... we're on a fake date, because I see May 14th. <laughs> yeah, we're on a fake, fake date right now, but that lands him at number why don't you take to number six? Yeah. All right. Number six, we have the lovely team. Uh, Password is Taco, run by uh, Jordan1619. Uh, and this is kind of a team that lost a lot of value for me uh, today and yesterday. Uh, <laughs> because there were some in interesting draft picks and whatnot. Um I think also some of the trade news that happened. I, I can't remember. I think we did the trade after, sorry, um, did the draft after this news, but I could be wrong. Uh, but he's got starters of Daniel Jones, Miles Sanders, Carrion Johnson, Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, Devontae Parker, Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Anthony Miller, Jordan Howard, and Kirk Cousins. His QB situation beyond that is. Fitzpatrick, his running back situation is non-existent uh, beyond that as well. And uh, <clears throat> his uh, wide receivers, I'm Josh Reynolds maybe, <laughs> if he steps up. I mean, it's it's not looking great. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm digging the Irv Smith and the, uh, on the team as well, so I think that'll be... Uh, something he can rely on and uh, you know he's got uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Jalen Waddle coming up pretty soon here with uh, Isaiah Spiller so you know I'm not I think he's got a lot of potential I have him ranked at the fourth position you have him ranked in the tenth and the calculator has him in the ninth position um, I think with the 104 coming and the 112 coming He's got a lot of opportunities to fix it and kind of uh, come <clears throat> come away a little bit better. But I think my ranking would probably drop a little bit, or at least drop him pretty soon here, um, because of what happened tonight and yesterday. Um, but I think for where I've got him now, it's fine. Um, what we got him at where? Uh, we ha yeah, we have him at six. Uh, I, I think, six, that's right. I think I'd drop him a little yeah. bit further because of, you know, the CD Lamb draft, the DeAndre Swift, and then also yeah, the... Yeah, and I, and I wish, yeah, I should add, sometimes I step away. Chris has to step away because we have kids, and uh, kids are unpredictable, and I just stepped away for a minute, so I don't know exactly what... You were saying, Chris, but uh, yeah, I, I probably agree with you that this uh, this draft. Well, I mean, it didn't hurt Jordan Howard. I'll tell you that much. Like, I'm really surprised <laughs> that Miami hasn't picked a running back yet. Yeah, that's um, Jordan. I don't know what they're. Maybe they're going to try to trade for Fournette. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's something they could do. Oh, you know um, who they're going to but... go for? They're going to go for DJ Dallas. <laughs> Oh God! Well, you know, uh, there are still a couple, you know, running backs out there. Exactly. Uh, There's a Anthony it. McFarland, DJ Dallas. You know, Darrington Evans went off the board tonight, so it's you know. You did. That's right. It, it's um, interesting. But just for the record, Jordan uh, landed a nine with the calculator, uh, number ten in my ranking, number four in your ranking. 
mm-hmm. uh, which got him to number six. But you admittedly would probably move him a little bit now. Um, but it is what it is. This is what we have. So we're gonna go. Yeah, definitely. So he's he's got a he's got that ability to potentially push this year. So it's one of those ones where push if you can. If you can, just uh, you know. Well, I think you know, like you know, because I just. The, the the thing being that the rookie picks that he has with at least the first two those mm-hmm. are going to be impact players um and he's not very far away from the kind of team that can make a push yeah you know so so i think uh you know you're probably not very far from uh where you should be yeah. uh and based he's... on your rankings you know i just you know happen to disagree with some of these players that he chose to put in here based on my opinion but mm-hmm. um uh, yeah. just because i'm not big fans of them but i think the waddle and the uh trevor lawrence are going to be the biggest impacts coming up here and uh i think that's when his team's really going to kind of find itself so yeah and trevor lawrence in particular which that was expensive yeah. <laughs> he bought that trevor lawrence real really yeah really. was that the the beginning of the second round i believe yeah um and, and that's gonna be you know the kind of the thing that i'm gonna do too is uh we have the 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 questions that i sent to everybody that they answered right so i'm gonna bring that in at the end of this episode so um uh let's go ahead number five all right uh, i think that's you we got number five oh, number five is javina javina was ranked number six calculator four uh, on my ranking, eight offers. Um, puts him in number five uh, with a team of Drew Brees, Dalvin Cook. Is that who it is? Hold on. Yep, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, Zeke. I mean, those running backs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Robert Woods. Um, all which were sort of kind of survived the, mm-hmm. the draft, you know. Um, I think Justin Jefferson landing in Minnesota is helps dealing kind of the yeah, you know, kind a of lower takes dig. pressure off. Yeah, yeah, but it's like he's like a lower digs. You know, it's no longer one A one B. It's just one and two. Yeah. Um, uh, Robert Woods isn't I think really hurt by the fact that they made the what did they pick Van Jefferson? Yeah. I think anyway. his entire flex is where the draft really hurt him right here. Because he's got oh, Mark Ingram, Deontay Johnson, and Daryl Anderson, all of whom basically got replaced. <laughs> that does hurt him. Um, Deontay Johnson is fine, yeah. Um, but yeah, that does not hurt. That does not help, and probably will drop a little bit. But as it is right now, I have doesn't have many picks. Um, the the two Devi picks that he did take, he took. Uh, to Maury and Terry, and he sold the other one, I think. Um, I don't see it in his roster. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then um, he does have the 207 and the 406. So maybe the 207 turns into something, but um, has sort of a strong core with those running backs and the wide receivers, and yeah. then falls off strongly yeah. in the tight end. The fall He's got off. Kelsey, right? Yeah, the fall off is really fall off what, is hard. what took my ranking down so much, and I mean, the only thing that carried him up to eight for me was the strong running, like, the core for the his core, team. You right. know, Zeke Elliott and Dalvin Cook, how can you, like, <laughs> I had him way at the bottom at the beginning, like, uh, towards the bottom. I just kept 
looking at Zeke and Dalvin Cook and being like, Ugh, I got to move him up. All right, got to move him <laughs> up again. And, and why yeah, not? I, I know, but that's what it does, you know, with a core like this. You're not very push for the championship. You know, you put a couple mm-hmm. players in. Yeah. And this team is freaking scary. One you know or two I mean? injuries, though, and he's <laughs> done. Sure. But, you know, you, anybody has to navigate stuff. So it's just a matter of, you know, this is a team, in my opinion. That's why I put him at four. Yeah. Who could make up that could make a push with the championship? It could have even better before tonight, uh, during the NFL draft, really hurt, you know, with Akers going to LA and um, who was it, JK Dobbins that went to Baltimore? Um, mm-hmm. just brutal, right, for the fantasy value of those two. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we can move on to the next one. All right, the next team that we have here is Bengals Suck Balls. <laughs> Which is a very fun team. I always love saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this team consists of uh, Patrick Mahomes, David Montgomery, Ronald Jones, Kenny Galladay, Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs, OJ Howard, Cortland Sutton, James Washington, Ida Smith, and Sam Darnold. Uh, QB situation beyond that is none. Uh, running back situation is none as well, um, especially with... Lots, lots of picks. Lots yeah. of picks. <laughs> uh, wide receivers, Kiki Kuti, uh, and Hunter Renfro. And then, uh, you know, he's got uh, some fringe uh, tight end situations. He's, uh, I, has he bought his uh, Cincinnati's entire tight end situation? Is that what he did? Um, I think they let go of Eifert. Drew Samples, I mean, that's a, that's that's a strategy, you know. <laughs> I mean, he does have so. Look, he's got coming. He's got yeah. He's got John Emery, Jaden Daniels, Eric Gilbert, Brees Hall, C.J. Verdell, Sage Surratt, Kylan Hill. So yeah. like a solid group of guys coming. And he's um, got two firsts in the rookie draft as exactly. well as a second and a fourth. Two, two exactly. So the two firsts are going to be solid players that he's going to add in here solid uh, uh roster to make a push for not just uh, the playoffs but the championship i think mm-hmm. um the the players did not really get hurt that much by the by the draft i mean ronald jones was re- never really expected to kind of have a really big role i think and never really, i never really expected him to so somebody landing there really doesn't do much for me mm-hmm. um, he's gonna just have to make a move to get a better running back going situation going there um David Montgomery is a fine arc too, I think, but not, you know, you need something better there. And I think that's going to be a struggle yeah. to try to make a push for the championship. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's got a few things to tweak, but for the most part, you know, it's just hope for the best plan for the worst. <laughs> Did we say what the rankings were? Did I say that rank the calculator? Uh, yeah. So calculator had him at eighth. Uh, you had him at fifth and I had him at third. So, uh, mix that all together, and you came out in the fourth position. Yes, so, yep, yep. Next up, uh, we're in the happy positions. This is, uh, yep, go ahead and take it. Um, right, so at number three, we have Umar. We, and I know Team the, CD. Yeah, uh, Team CD, right? So by process of elimination, they'll the top two are. So um, listen. Umar, in my opinion, has the best team in the league. Um, 
the the calculator um, sort of agrees to a certain extent with me because it has them at number three, and then you have them lower at number right. seven. And that which comes in pushed them the, to number three. Yeah, that comes in right. for the future proofing, and we'll get into that in just a moment here. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. so you know, uh, Umar. I mean, in my opinion, just you don't have to have you know, which he doesn't sort of flashy quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Got Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, and Ben. Like, those are the kind of, you know, quarterbacks that you draft to, you know, in a win-now situation, which his team is, right? So his team, you know, and, and I do have um, Umar as winning, also winning the prize for, uh, and I should have mentioned, so we had, I had prizes, right? Prize for best trades during the draft went to K-Doy. Uh, prize for best picks, collected went to Yevik for uh, Devi and Tate B for rookie um, and I think you know uh, best win now uh, there are two for me that are the best win now rosters and Umar is one of them mm-hmm. so uh, with this is just excellent I mean you just go down the list of his roster and just studs right so um, there there are a couple of issues with it sure like i'm not gonna say it's a perfect roster but mm-hmm. uh, with the fact that he's got the 101 and the 102 like just money right if he wanted to he could like sell christian mccaffrey right now mm-hmm. and fill out his flex with studs yeah <laughs> like or just whatever he wants to do like he's gonna have so much so many options with that 101 and 102 he, he could sell quarterbacks if he wants to and just uh and take advantage and, and get young quarterbacks into a and barrel i mean there's just so many options he can go here with the 101 too and with such a strong roster as it is already i think you know make the right moves and i think umar probably wins the yeah. championship in yeah. my view. i think one of did the we, big... did we read the players i'm sorry i don't think we i read the uh, matt ryan christian mccaffrey derrick henry T.Y. Hilton, Brennan Cooks, A.J. Green, Jared Cook, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, Devonta Freeman, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Big Ben, Raheem Mostert, which, by the way, is a winner in the NFL draft, um, mm-hmm. Sidney Watkins, Marvin Jones, Gronk, Ebron, Vance, McDonald, Kyle Rudolph, and then the one-on-one is just... yeah stacked the way that i see it just a stacked uh the, the the calculator had him ranked three because he created good value in, in the trades that he made if he made any during the the, the draft and made the right picks i think mm-hmm. like just and they were all the thing about a win now team is that you create value by the fact that in a startup and dynasty these guys drop yeah people like dy hilton and aj green and Fournette, these guys drop you know, and you can pick them up and push for a win-now team, which is exactly what Umar did and just created so much value by getting guys who, that dropped in yeah. the draft. My so. concern with this team, though, however, is once you get past that win-now window, you've got three quarterbacks that you're trying to fill a position for, potentially two if you wanted to roll that way, if he decides not to use the 101 and the 102 for quarterbacks. Um, mm-hmm. He's... It's hard enough to fill one quarterback position, let alone three. They could all very well retire at the end of this year at this exact same time, and that's going to leave him in a huge pickle if that happens. Uh, you, you, realize, <laughs> you realize you realize that he can he can pick like Joe Burrow and 
um, Jonathan Taylor. Yep. And and have uh, Matt Ryan and Joe Burrow as his. Have Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor as his back, with mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, and Chris Carson as his flex. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. But after like, let's say with T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, and A.J. Green, <laughs> yeah. this is an insane roster. It it is. It's just there's a lot of question marks because what's A.J. Green look like in the future? What does Brandon Cooks look like with his concussions? What does T.Y. Hilton look like? Whatever, man. Umar just wants to get his ring and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. After that. But I right think... now, he is the clear winner, I think, in terms of win now. So. Yeah, I think that's his whole team's focus right now. I think as soon as he does have to hit that rebuild, he's not going to be happy. And he's going to have to make some big trades and I think part of those trades include uh, CMC like you said so it'll be interesting yeah. to see alright get creative man I think you can get creative so the number two team before reading off the name uh, the calculator had him at four you had him in second and I had this person in first mm-hmm. so the team that is in second with the final rank of second, is Pen Pineapple Apple Pen. And that is run by Theogene's. So Theogene's team consists of Gardner Minshew, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Tyler Boyd, Jack Doyle, David Johnson, Sterling Shepard, Alshon Jeffrey, and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, His backup... Robbie Anderson, Westbrook. Yeah. He's he's got some serious uh, wide receiver depth, and yeah, Golden Tate, Robbie Anderson, you know, he's uh, stacked. Yeah, he's got some good depth there. He's got some good um, tight end potential, at least short term, that he can probably play with a little bit. You know, Josh Oliver, uh, definitely a good name to kind of have on your team right there. Um, and then he's got some. Uh, some fun picks coming up here. I know he's got his love for uh, DJ. Uh, I'm not even going to try to say the last name, but he knows who I'm talking about. We uh, Galele. Yeah, out of uh, Clemson. Uh, and then he's got Trey Sermon, Joe Nagata, and uh, Devonta Smith. So he's got some good uh, options there as well as his uh, his picks in the rookie draft are nothing to sh- uh, scoff at. He's got one first, two thir- uh, seconds, and a third. So uh, mm-hmm. I think all around this team has a really strong base, especially at running back. Uh, and I think with his picks in his uh, Debbie picks, he did it just right so that he can kind of um, build a, a really solid all-around team in a very short amount of time. Into the future too, right? So, so because I, I think that the big difference. So Theo Jeans wins my other win now award. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but but really, if I had to kind of, he's like the one B of that prize because I think one A goes to Umar, and I think it's mm-hmm. because of that, because of the fact that Umar doubled down on win now, whereas Theo built more picks, and also what Theo did is he didn't go for those two top picks he didn't go for the 101 and 102 like umar did and he went for uh you know lower first round second round third round picks right mm-hmm. so um so that 
but but he has a very solid like win now team right that just needs uh a couple more pieces it's not going to be as uh insanely stacked and solid as umar's team is mm -hmm. um it's just not like unless he makes some really good moves um but if he fails at the championship to see her, he's in much better position to reload than umar is definitely so. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get into our number one team. Uh, number it falls one. To me. Yeah, you got to talk about your own team, but it's uh, number one in the calculator. It's you ranked it number three, and I ranked it number two. So combined uh, average there, we got it ranked number one. So uh, tell us. Yeah, I mean, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I mean, I, I think that the my team, you know, had a very specific strategy and shouldn't be ranked number one it should be ranked more like number three mm -hmm. um the strategy that i used was to build a solid young base of sort of 23 24 year old running backs and 26 27 year old wide receivers that already sort of have established roles in the nfl and uh, are not sort of like deeper shots like Deontay Johnson's of the world. Um, I think my only exception with that was probably Michael Hartman. Um, mm -hmm. the, the rest of them are probably are all solid, solid already. So, you know, without further ado, it was uh, Carson Wentz, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, Hayden Hurst, Jarvis Landry, Philip Lindsay, Al, uh, Alan Robinson, Drew Locke, Nico Hardman, Ty Tyrell Williams, a um, bunch of picks. What I did, and I think the reason why the calculator had me at one was because of the trades that I made. I, like I said, I think I had the, the sort of the number two award there on how many trades I made during the draft and how much value I built from it. Um, and I think the, the difference was that, I, in my opinion, I made more of those those opportunities, those sort of extra picks, mm -hmm. then I believe Kate DOI, in the other hand, did. Um, I think that makes the difference. And and I think, you know, my team is probably just really balanced in terms of I can make a push right now. I'm, I'm not in the same league as Theo and Umar are right now, I think, in terms of strength of win-now team. Um, but I have really solid youth right my the youth in my team is really solid and i have a lot of pieces coming in the future right so mm -hmm. um and and i mean and, and and the thing is did do in this draft was i decided to invest um very little in the rookie draft and that pains me because i just said that i value rookie higher than i do debbie but i just decided that that was going to be the strategy that i was going to go with and i have I only have third round picks in the rookie draft. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, it is a deep rookie draft, so that's good. But um, I sort of decided to go to the Devi side instead and picked up what I think uh, amounts to a good Devi haul. So definitely. So yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, you got Devi picks of uh, Justin Fields, Max Borgie, and uh, Talon Wallace, which really. Uh, are very very attractive so i mean you've got some good players that are coming up and um those are guys that are coming out next year i mean yeah. that's the rebuild element of the really good uh 
you know, top elite QB coming to sort of reload along with two young quarterbacks that are already owned with Locke and Wentz. Um, Locke could miss. You know, I'm a Broncos fan, and I don't want him to. Mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. But he could miss. You know, and if that happens, then I can't win this year. Um, I do have Nick Foles as a backup. Um, but if Drew Locke doesn't do well, I probably can't win this year. But I do have Justin Fields coming next year, right? Along yeah. with Max Borgie and Tylen Wallace. Um, and what I do like, love about my team is that for the 2022 year, I already have David Bell and Garrett Wilson. Like mm-hmm. those are like just, in my opinion, studs that are going to be sort of first rounders um, uh, in rookie drafts come that time that year. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's. That's it. Again, I disagree. I don't think I should be number one. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I think I should be number three. So let's read down from uh, number one to 12. We've got Crazy Bobby Freaks run by Crazy Carl. Uh, number two, we've got Pen Pineapple Apple Pen run by Theo Jeans. Uh, number three, we have Team CD run by Umar. Uh, number four, we have Bengals Suck Balls. Uh, and number five, we have uh, Gvina nine. At number six, we have uh, Password is Taco, run by Jordan sixteen nineteen. Uh, in the seventh position, we have Purple Balls, run by Tate B. Uh, in number eight, we have Under Construction, run by Evoc. And number nine, we've got <coughs> Kadoy. Number ten, we have uh, Take Me to the Shiva by B. Moriarty, 509. And then we have uh, in the 11th spot, Tom Brady's Ring Wraiths by uh, Hippo TV. And then uh, in the 12th spot, we have uh, Tickle Monsters run by Toronto Titans. So right, so that wraps it up. Um, but I do want to, I do want to uh, read these answers that I got from from the league, if you don't mind. Yep, go um, for it. I won't take very long. Um, I asked, I sent to all you guys, and thank you guys for answering. I think most all of you guys participated. Um, I asked four questions, right? I asked, what was your favorite draft pick for your team, and what round did you take him in? Um, Number two, not including your own team, what pick was the steal of the draft? Number three, not including your own team, what pick was the reach of the draft? Um, I did keep these answers anonymous. Um, and then number four, you know, just any final thoughts or questions or reaction or comments or reactions. So um, we had some answers. Some were short, some were longer. Uh, Tate B. Um, Answered that his. Uh, but I thought you were keeping him anonymous. <laughs> oh, just just the number three, the oh, number okay. one and number two. I uh, just number three because it's you can be you if you're se- the sensitive type, you can be offended by somebody calling out your bad pick, right? Sounds um, good. <laughs> so that's why I'm keeping those anonymous. But number one and number two are uh, positives, right? So uh, number one for Tate B, uh, which he considered. Uh, the best picks for his team were a tie between Dawson Knox in the 15th round or Todd Gurley in the sixth. Um, 
Uh, and I'll I'll have some comments on on a few. I don't think I'd disagree with him too much on those. And I didn't really do much research in terms of whether I agree with them. So uh, that's just these are just their answers. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, uh, he thought that Chase, whoever got Chase Edmonds in the 18th, um, was the steal of the was the steal of the draft. Um, that's an interesting. I think uh, Tate is a big believer in Chase Edmonds and thought that um, uh, Toronto Titans um, had the steal of the draft there with, with Chase Edmonds in the 18th round. Um, you know, this is good because, you know, we have him ranked 12. So uh, it's nice that Tate's got some love for, for Toronto Titans. Mm -hmm. um, KDOI had the answer of DJ Chark in the sixth round being his favorite pick, and I know you love that answer. Um, being the <laughs> yeah, it was DJ Chark. It was a little too early for oh, me, sorry, but uh, you know I, I can't I can't knock it. I think uh, I was all already kind of eyeballing him a little, but I think uh, you know it was a little too early for me to take him there. Well, it, it's it's good for you to see the hype, though. Yeah, I, I'm Man, excited. <laughs> DJ Shark would be a be taken in so high in startup drafts, right? So mm -hmm. you called it. You called it last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said that the uh, steal of the draft was actually um, was actually a bad call by him, I think. Um, uh, and I'll say that whenever he I, I can. He said that it was Damian Williams at thirteen twelve um, because he didn't think that Damian Williams was going to be placed this year. And then here comes CEH, Light Edwards Hilaire to ruin um, at least this answer, right? Mm -hmm. So um, whether or not it was a steal of the draft, I don't know, but but certainly not. He is is I don't know replacement, but he he has competition, <laughs> great mm -hmm. competition. Um, Bengals thought that Stefan Diggs in the seventh was the uh, best pick of his team, and he thought that Leonard Fournette. Um, at the with the 507 was the steal of the draft by Umar and mm -hmm. you know I think Umar is probably going to get a lot of people's answers on steal of the draft because again those players dropped the players that he picked dropped mm -hmm. so uh, B. Moriarty said that the favorite pick for his team was uh, OBJ at 406 and he said that Diggs in the 7th and Montgomery in the 6th were the best picks of the draft in his opinion Mm -hmm. So he agrees with Bengals and his number one answer, at least. Um, Umar. Umar believes that the best pick in his team was AJ Green in the 10th round. Actually, the 10th 12th. And it is an unreal pick, yeah. considering his, <laughs> his, 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 his goal, right? Which is to win now. He picked nine players before picking AJ Green. <laughs> um. He's, his steal of the draft, in his opinion, was uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, so he believes that uh, K. Doy uh, had a steal there in the 21st round. He wanted to add that he can really turn things around. And um, uh, people are scared of Nick Foles too much, which I think uh, he is wrong about. I think if there's a competition between Foles and Mitch, Foles wins. That's my take. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Javina. Javina had longer answers, so bear with us. Javina, <laughs> number one. This one was pretty tough. I would have to say my favorite pick was Kelsey at 312. I was pretty surprised that he fell to me that late, and while he was getting up there in age, 
he fit my roster construction perfectly and is still the top tight end in fantasy playing for the best offense in football. I was ecstatic to get him there. The biggest steal of the draft for uh, Javina is uh, Allen Robinson at 612. That was my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, what he did with Trubisky last year speaks volume to his talent and fantasy utility. Foles potentially starting this year should prove to be an upgrade or a QB, and he could easily return uh, wide receiver one value in this in 2020. I agree. Um, but I, again, I also think that w- I agree with him that Foles will win the job. So Yevick has says the favorite pick of his draft, uh, his Devi pick of 103 at 602 because he figured it would be Chase. A uh, small chance of fields, but he felt like it was stealing Amar, uh, Jamar Chase at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I disagree with him. I think that's a pretty good pick. And uh, Jamar Chase is going to be the kind of guy that you're just going to have to remember what he did because he's going to regress big time this next year, right, without all the weapons that you lost. Mm-hmm. So um, Emmanuel Sanders with the 1510 is the steal of the draft in Yevick's opinion. He's on the older side, but the fact that he went to the Saints and will have Michael Thomas taking the main focus, I believe he will outperform his draft position quite easily. That's what Yevick says. Who has Emmanuel Sanders? Um, Toronto Titans. Yeah. Those Toronto Titans. So there you go. People like your picks, man. There you go. They disagree with us. <laughs> Theo Jeans. Theo Jeans believes that Mike Evans towards the end of the second round was his best pick. Um, he uh, and then Jordan. He did never answer number two. So Jordan believes that uh, Cooper at three six was his best pick, and that Javina getting both Zeke and Dalvin Cook in the first round was the steal of the draft. So. Toronto Titans says that his favorite pick was Kenyon Drake at 310. And uh, he added that he thinks he's going to be a top five running back when all is said and done, which is a mighty hot yeah, take. That's, that's spicy, all right. Spicy. Oh, For the steal of the draft, and that is a big if. And if he plays on his tag, then he can stay healthy if Burroughs. Wait, what? Okay, so his steal of the draft is AJ Green in the 10th. Degrees are there and there's nothing to disagree about mm-hmm. tell of a steal so well said um okay so now we get to the an- anonymous answer right? well what was the i want to hear what your uh your favorite pick was for your team oh shoot steal. man my favorite pick and i can let you think about it because i got mine real quick here yeah you you go and you answer. so i think one of my favorite picks was uh uh hits a toss-up between uh tj hawkinson and the 10th and uh, Lev Bell in the eighth for myself. Uh, and yeah. then uh, I think Steal the Draft was the trade that was done after the pick was made, and then I was sniped for Leonard Fournette by Umar. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, wow. was, I was generous, and I was like, yeah, go back, and you can repick, and... He traded it away and sniped me. <laughs> it hurt so bad. Well done, sir. Yeah. Umar sniped quite a few people. That... Yeah, so I think that was the steal because uh, if I would have picked, I would have had him, but I just was feeling extra generous that day. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say, oh, then. So, I think probably my favorite pick has to be. Um, trying to find here all of my picks. I really liked where I got Jarvis Land. I think mm. got Jarvis Landry tenth round. Yeah, um, that was that's a really good one. solid. I think. I think both of those picks that I did there in the 10th and the 12th, because I didn't have an 11th, were good. It was Jarvis Landry and Miko Hardman. I know I sniped Tio and Umar on mm-hmm. Miko Hardman there on that turn. So those are my favorite picks. Um, I think the best um, the best deal of the draft, again, was AJ Green. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with whoever said that. So now on to the anonymous answers. Um, um these are what people in general believe are the worst picks of the draft don't get butt hurt don't get upset all right come on pick me or i'm not gonna yeah if i'm not picked i'm gonna be butt hurt (laughs) all right so um i'm gonna read these in order okay of just no no order in terms of like who answered them just kind of in order because i randomized the answers here so that it wouldn't be in the order of what i read before so Mm-hmm. Um, number one, trading up because that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Yevuk traded up to get Kyler Murray at 106. Um, that is um, an answer. Um, Daniel Jones at 207 was a popular answer, actually. One person added and with emphasis bolded outrageous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, the next answer is, uh, and, and that's who, who had Daniel Jones? Oh, that was um, Jordan. Jordan. Or right, not, so. Yeah, Jordan. Yep. Yeah. Um, the reach to me was Devi 101 at the beginning of the second round. Um, I don't disagree. Uh, I think that that's, I don't know if that's my answer, but that was a hell of a reach, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Trevor Lawrence. And whoever, you know, you want him, you got to reach. Um, that was early, though, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see it, though, for a six-point lead. Uh, for, yeah, for touchdowns, true. I was kind of thinking about it. So the fact that he did that, you know, if I'm already thinking about it too in a six-point league, um, because that's my strategy. That was my draft strategy: was fill up your uh, QBs right off the bat for those six points. So I think, yeah, no, that's not a bad strategy. I well, don't think it's we'll horrible. See, cause <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see it after. After I mean, if you win this league this year, I mean, we'll prove you'll prove all of us wrong. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that won't happen. <laughs> next, and then and then and then the, and another answer is Kenny and Drake. Kenny and Drake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody really did not like my uh, Austin Eckler pick. Uh, Chargers will definitely get a replacement in for Gordon, which will drop his value. To pick a Eckler over a guy like Fournette is also pretty crazy in my eye. So, um, I am happy to say that whoever this was, you're wrong. Eckler <laughs> is actually a survivor of the NFL draft, and <clears throat> eat it. Um, <laughs> next answer. Well, this pains me to say as a Giants fan. Um, so now we kind of, you know, you wrote this. So whoever it is, uh, reach of the draft was Daniel Jones at 207. So there's another person with Daniel Jones at 207. Mm-hmm. Um, when there was eight or seven or eight still other qbs on the board that should have been taken instead 
Yeah. So uh, I think people are not big fans of Daniel Jones, especially not that early. <laughs> hey, the Daniel Jones owner, I think that's Jordan. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, another answer was uh, Amari Cooper at 306. Um, somebody did not like that pick. Uh, that mm-hmm. was also Jordan. Jordan, I don't think that people liked your picks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, this person says, I'm not sure why he got the deal he got over paying Dak, but the Cowboys will be Cowboys, and that's another discussion. Guy seems to give six solid games a year, then seems to get lost in every other matchup. He's not wrong. Um, <laughs> he's not wrong. Um, um, another answer for Daniel Jones being the fifth QB off the board. Mm-hmm. Um, another answer for Trevor Lawrence. Um, so, you know, I think probably the most popular answers here have been Daniel Jones and Trevor Lawrence. And yeah. I don't know that I disagree either. I'm disappointed because I remember you were frustrated with my Debo Samuel pick. I was hoping I'd get some people there. Debo Samuel in the fifth. But. I no, I, I think they're in much bigger hate. reaches than that, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, somebody did say that they thought that uh, picking up Stidham, Jared Stidham, in the 11th was a reach. A reach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I agree. Uh, I don't think I agree with that. I think Stidham has so far survived. I mean, maybe they trade for Cam, and then he doesn't. But as it is right now, starting quarterback for Bill Belichick, man. So... Yep. Um, some final thoughts from the league. Um, these are also uh, anonymous, by the way. Um, I will never understand how Bengals sucks balls manages so many teams at the same time. My head would explode. Um, let's go. Can't wait to play fantasy football with you guys. This interaction in this league is amazing. I'm excited I joined. Uh, who dat? Um, Lastly, I'd like to say I'm excited to be in my first Devi League with such fun and active group. Thanks for the invite. Should be a fun league. Um, just excited to be in a good group of random fantasy football guys. This chat never stops. Seems like most leagues die after the draft. Um, somebody wanted to add the KDOI's QB situation makes him cringe. Um, uh, somebody wanted to say that Tio Jeans reads way too much PFF. Um, somebody wanted to say that Umar needs to take Burrow and Tua, even though I'm sure he won't, and he will regret it. Um, hey, that person, (laughs) talk to me. (laughs) CD Lamb needs a restraining order, um, out on, somebody said that. On Umar? Yes. Yeah. Because apparently Umar is stalking the Lamb. Yeah, Umar, um, uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You might want to like <laughs> take it down a notch, lay low for uh, a bit. <laughs> then last comment was uh, was actually a negative one. Let's see. Most teams are very unbalanced, either too young or they're relying too much on Devi talent. It's good to have young guys, but then again, you also need the vets in your lineup until the young guys can fully grow. You shouldn't give away season one thinking you'll have a better chance of winning season three. Um, actually, the writer of this uh, I don't think he wrote it thinking that it was going to be anonymous so I don't think he cares was Umar and I think he's right uh, in the sense that you know in my rankings the teams that are up there are the teams that are balanced if you mm-hmm. went like Yevik or Tate B like you didn't land high in my rankings because you, you're just not balanced well enough mm-hmm. right so I, I tend to kind of side a little bit with the more win now 
um, rather than try to win two, three years into the future. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things. It's yeah, you got to figure out what your strategy is. I think my biggest thing coming into here, you know, you go for uh, go for a young QB. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, we've we've done so it. That's, that's it for the for the answers. Get away. Yeah. So we've uh, we've survived our rankings. Good luck, everyone in the league. Uh, I hope everyone loses equally, and uh, that provides for an interesting uh, playoff situation. So, um, fun league though. This will be a fun league. This uh, good active. I take personally recruited every single um, the the delinquents and degenerates, and I did so because at one point or another you should, you're active and you like to trade and you like to talk fantasy football, and that's what makes the league fun. So. Let's keep it up. Let's keep talking. Let's have fun, and we'll do another one of these some other time. Definitely. And uh, for those of you that don't know, we've uh, just started a uh, Discord server. So if you guys are on Twitter, uh, feel free to check us out. We'll have that in our uh, uh, profile, um, so you guys can check this, us out there at uh, Dynasty Spin Doctors. So. Uh, we'll have that up there. You guys can talk trades, you can talk leagues, you can find leagues, all that fun stuff. Uh, post memes, it'll all be good. Uh, so check it out. Um, and yeah, you can hear when we're planning on doing more podcasts. So uh, should be for uh, be up for a good, a good time. So yeah. All right, guys. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this rankings. Uh, we hope to be back soon, and uh, we'll see you next time. Have a great easy. <laughs>